So um, the uh, series that we're going to be teaching uh, starting today and the rest of the month is uh, a training series. And um, it was actually quite interesting because I know that we apostle preach um, about training, uh, the training mindset. They had a whole training series uh, some years ago. But um, when the apostle called me to, to uh, teach for the month of October, I was, um, uh, if you could bring the music down just a little bit, um, just faintly. I was um, very, uh, I was asking the Father, what should I preach about um, or preach and teach about? And he led me to teach about training. And we pretty much going to kind of break it down throughout this month. We're starting today. We're just going to do, today's going to be more like a foundational. And then we're going to, you know, um, and expend it throughout the month. And um, the reason why I was actually pushing you just a few minutes ago is because that's the whole concept of training. That's the whole concept of learning and training. Most of us, the reason why, most of us need coach. I always believe, I tell everybody that we all need coach, we all need trainers. Because we only would stretch to the ability that we feel like. You know, um, by myself, I'll probably run for 20 minutes. <laughs> However, with somebody else, with a coach, with someone pushing me, more likely I, might, I can easily get to an hour. But once I hit that 20, I stop. But when I have somebody else with me, I will actually, I can get further. But the concept with, um, with this whole series of training is I've come to know and understand throughout the studies, throughout as I was uh, researching and listening to the foundation apostle actually led a, a year ago, is a lot of people do not understand the concept of training. The, a lot of people don't know why training is important. And that's the whole reason why we call this the big cues. I was trying to be fancy, I call it the BQs. So pretty much what it is, it's the big questions. <laughs> That's what it stands for. The big Q, why? And most of the time, you'll talk to someone and they will tell you um, the reason why most people don't feel the importance, don't see the importance of training is because they don't know what it is or they don't know the reason why they should do it. They would ask questions as such. So throughout this, we're going to have a lot of questions. Why do I need to train? Why is it important for me that I need to train? How do I train? What is the purpose of training? Is it relevant to me? And those are honestly, if you're asking, those are the right questions to ask. Do I need it? Or sometimes, honestly, some people don't even ask because they don't even know whether or not they need training. But the truth of the matter is we all need training. You know why? Because we all are predestined for something. We all have an assignment in our lives. We all are calling for something. So because the Father has called us and predestined us, that means the moment he did that, there is an assignment to be done. The moment he called us, because he called us, the first, the next step is to train. The next step is to fall in line with the principles and the details and the instructions that he's going to give us. So um, 
I've come to understand, I was actually reading and I heard this, uh, somebody says, ignorant is the absence of the truth. Ignorant, most of the time, and you know, when people hear the concept, like if somebody says you're ignorant, it almost seems like disrespectful. <laughs> but it's not actually a bad word. It's just that you don't know something. You're ignorant of whether or not I have a dollar in my pocket, you don't know. So that is an ignorant of something that's true. Do I have a dollar in my pocket? Yes, I do. But you don't know that, so that's ignorant. And the only way we can defeat and overcome ignorant is by learning and training. And even the Bible talks about Jesus says that you will know the truth, and what is it going to do? It's going to make you free. So that means a lot of us often, ignorance is also bondage. Ignorance is bondage. Anything you don't know is a bondage to you. It's a stronghold. It can actually become a stronghold in your life. I've seen people that literally could have entered into the blessings or to, that, that going in a circle, I guess in corporate America they call that rat, uh, rat race, where you find yourself in this circle. You're going back, back and forth. You're going for years and years simply because why? You don't know. You don't know what... The others, the top 1%, so they say, know that helps them get out of that rat race. So we can implement it in every aspect in our life, even spir well, spiritually first and then the natural life. So that being said, anything we are called to do, there has to be a, sim a process of training. We need information. Then we need to study that information. We need to practice it. So most of the time, people, the reason why, like, the reason why training is so, so important because it helps us with discipline. It helps us put us in line with the things that the Father has called us to do. But a lot of time, we don't require it because of a lack of discipline also. A lot of time, we don't do training because there's a lack of discipline. There's a lack of determination. There's a lack of vision. Many people who doesn't train often, it falls in one of those categories. They don't have a vision. They don't have enough motivation. They don't have a plan. Because to train, you're going to need a plan. I find myself many, many times, I can tell you, <laughs> many times I would set, especially for yearly, annually, I'm always doing that every month. I would set a goal, I'm like, okay, I just, I want to lose this amount of um, calories or this amount of, um, uh, of belly fat. And then, because I didn't properly plan it, I would start. I would start very, very strong. I know I'm kind of, I haven't actually, you know, oh. Because I haven't actually, because I didn't properly plan it, before you know it, you know, I would start a week strong, the second week strong, and then something happened. It threw me off track. <laughs> and right before you know it, at the end of the month, I'm extremely upset. I'm angry. I'm like, man, I had set up to lose, you know, this amount. I want to see, you know, zero body fat, all of this. And then none of it happened because I didn't properly plan it. So I, could, I couldn't stick around with my training because I didn't properly plan it. So it's very, very important um, as we acquire 
Because anything that the Father calls you to do, he's also going to place you in a place to get information, to learning, and to get and practice it. And he's also going to require a level of discipline out of you, determination, vision, courage, motivation, mentorship. All those things are things that we need to properly train. You know, often, you know, most of the time you see people that started at something and fell because, you know, you can have one thing, but you don't have the rest. It's kind of like practicing righteousness. I tell people all the time, if you're practicing righteousness, it's good if you're praying and fasting, but when you don't do the rest, it's almost like you didn't do any of it. And I've tried it. Private, trust, trust me, I've tried it. I, your brother have tried it. I would, I'm, I'm a great giver. I'm a prayer warrior. I can pray 20 hours. I do not mind. I love fellowship. And I love community. I love all those things. I love giving. I love all of those things. But sometimes I don't, my time is always short when it comes to study. (laughs) My time is often very, very short when it comes to study. So the Father's always getting on me as in Kirby, you need to get on your word. Because you're called to a greater things. And because of that, I promised you, I will see that, okay, I'm, you know, I'm praying and I, I, you know, I sow a seed and I did, you know, my thing. Okay, Father, I'm sowing this seed of such and such and such. And I'm expecting. And before I know it, I didn't get nothing. And I'm like, okay, Father, what's going on? Like, I, I know I did my part. And I promise you, before you know it, he will give me a dream study. So that makes me know that, okay, it's not a matter of doing one or two or three. It's the whole pa- package. And it's, ve- it's, a, it's very, very important because there are times, you know, you would get, we can get frustrated, you know. You will fall in frustration and the enemy would use our ignorance against us. He will use our ignorance against us. Okay, Father, I did this. You said to give. I give and it shall be given unto me. Good measure. What happened? I'm not getting the measure. But he's like, well, okay, you missed this. And this is one system. This is not, prayer is a system in itself, but when it comes to practicing righteousness, you know, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, that five is one. It's not a, Okay, I pray I'm good, but it's five strategy within one system. So if you don't follow that whole system by itself, the the whole steps of that one system, you don't get the outcomes of it. I promised you I've tried it. I've tried it. You you don't have to go in that circle. I've tried it, and I'm telling you, that's how it works. (laughs) So I just saved you 10 years. (laughs) So... The next thing with this, because we are to train, because the Father calls us for a great purpose, most of the time, again, it's people don't train because there's a lot of, uh, because of ignorance. And that ignorance most of the time is they just don't know what they don't know. Do you know that's a great, uh, that's a big factor? A lot of time we don't know what we don't know. Like somebody would tell you, hey, you know, you know what, I'm looking at you from, you know, from one miles, I'm like, oh, I think you might need to, uh, to, 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 to run a couple of miles extra. But in your eyes, no, no, I'm good. I'm eating right. I'm all doing all. No, no, I'm good. But I'm looking at you. I've seen further than you. And I know that you don't know that you need to know that you need to run. You just don't know. You're ignorant of that. And there's nothing, there's no prideful on that. You can fall into pride, but don't let yourself be deceived. If you don't know and somebody, you know, I don't take advice from everybody, just so you know. 
I don't take advice from everybody, but I'm very mindful about the people that I allow. And I, in fact, I will ask the Father, okay, place me around people that I can, that knows more than me that I can receive from because I'm trying to grow. He's calling me to a higher purpose, to a mountain. So I need to train. I know that I can't get there by myself. I would be crazy to think that I don't need any form of training. However, so I ask, I would say, Father, you know what? Put me in the right place with the right people. So he will send the right people on my path. So in that being said, I have to trust that, hey, you know what? If he placed me in the right mentorship, the right people, I have to trust them. I have to trust the Father through them. So when you don't do that, if you think you know too much, then you really don't know nothing. And you are called into a higher place. So don't let your pride, your ignorance hinder you, rob you from your destiny. That happens so many times. Many people that are, can you imagine why there is just, it, um, I, I believe a pastor talks about this all the time. One of the reasons, like, um, poverty is to, you know, places like Africa and some places, is mental crisis to America. Do you know why that is? There's a lot of ignorance, and the ignorance a lot of time create confusion, and confusion most of the time create self-doubt, lack of identity. When a person don't know, the reason why I don't seek information is because I don't even know who I am. I don't even know who I am, and I'm going to go to this verse real quick to kind of give you an example of that. Jesus. Jesus in Luke 2, verse 48 to 51, I really wanted um, to get 49, but um, let's, we're going to kind of read it, um, those four verses. It says, when his parents saw him, they were astonished. Child, why have you done this to us? The whole concept is about Jesus just, you know, his parents were looking for him. He just went about and doing his own thing. His mother asked, your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Yo, where are you? But then he replied, it's quite interesting. Why, have, why were you looking for me? And I could tell, I don't know if those parents were black, but uh, I know Haitian, I don't know how you guys do it here, but I know Haitian parents, I wouldn't have any more teeth. few of my teeth would have been in the floor just with that answer why are you looking for me like seriously like what's up why are you looking for me he asked did you not know that I had to be in my father's house there's so many lessons to learn in this but they did not understand the statement he was making to them then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them so many lessons, but this is not my message, but this is so many. It's, it's beautiful. But his mother treasure up all these things in, in her heart. Like, she was like, you know what? Kind of like astonished by that. But the one thing in regards to identity, to kind of focus on our topic, because he knew himself. That speaks, that is, that is a conversation of a young boy in a, such a very early age. He already knew himself. He said, why are you looking for me? I know what I'm here to do. He know 
I am, I have an assignment at 30, I have, this has to happen. And I don't have too many time because in three years they're going to have to kill me. And because I'm only here for a short period of time. So I got to get on this immediately. I know, I know you're concerned and I'm going to be obedient to you. But nevertheless, there is somewhere that I have to be. I know you don't get it. Well, actually, you should know because they told you already <laughs> before I was born. <laughs> but it's, it, it appears that maybe you still didn't get it. He's like, you know what? It seems like, because in reality, they told her, I know this is your son and all this, but this is not really nice. This is just, a, I'm just making a transfer. We're just, just doing a transfer through you, but this has nothing to do with you. So when he born, allow him to do his thing. <laughs> but you know the beauty about this? The identity, he knew. It goes back to the question. The first question we post is, why do we need to train? And it falls back down to identity. I, knowing who you are, knowing what the Father has assigned you, has predestined you to be, plays a big factor. So because he knew, he knew where to be. He, because he knew, he knew, and it's funny because he was only 12. But he knew. He's like, oh, you know what? No, this is where I'm supposed to be. Did you not know? You missed it. He knew his identity, so he knew where to be. Where are you this morning? Are you at the right, right place? Are you where the Father want you to be? Are you where he sent you to be to get the training that you need for your next level? So we have to be very, very mind, mindful. It, it, it's always important to ask the Father, okay, you know what, Father, where am I in, my, in, in this stage of my life? Am I in the right place? Self-evaluation. But look at that. Despite of all the things, and it goes back again to what we were talking about with mentorship or training or when the Father placed somebody in your life. Because you will ask people, the Father for, to send people to help you because we all need it. And when they come, it's important that we be mindful because Jesus, honestly, if we're being honest, he, really, he could have easily used the fact that, hey, you know what, I don't have to listen to you. But in verse 51, it says, you know what, he was obedient. Obedient even despite that she was trying to stop him from the flow he was going and his destiny. But her mother, his mother, was a mentor. His mother was in an assignment he was placed in his life to raise him. Yes, you could do some things by yourself, but you still, while you're in this house, <laughs> while you're in this house, while you're under my roof, it goes by my rule. So we're never above the, strat the principles that the Father set. We, you know what? Hey, I know he called me to, to be, a, a, I know he called me to be the next big thing, but it still doesn't go beyond the order, the principle that he established. Because you would say that, you know what, okay, if the father knew that his mother was going to hinder him, then maybe he probably wouldn't send him. He probably could have used another person to, hey, you know what, um, okay, I know, because he knows, he, he knows all things. He could have said, you know what, let me give you another family, because this family, this woman right here is going to try to hinder you. But it was a bigger purpose. Because though he was called to do something, you still need training. 
And training sometimes is just a matter of, hey, don't know. That's part of the training. I know you, you, you got all these things going on, but you can't do this right now. I'm sorry. But, you know, the thing is, the mother still did not hinder him from growing because in, if, if, if we're looking into Luke 19, verse um, 10, the Bible says that the, for the son of man has come. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Luke 2, verse 52. Jesus increased in what? Wisdom and what? In favor with who? And who? So that means he was getting training. He probably wasn't moving according to how he would want it. But he was still being obedient, and the Father honored that. So he was still increasing. He was still growing. Because obedient is what? Greater than what? Yes, I know that the Father called you, but he didn't call you to slap your mother. Like, Mom, I'm not going to listen to you. And we have to be extremely careful because a lot of time we will use our calling as an excuse to be disobedient. That can be extremely dangerous. We can use the calling of God in our lives. Yes, he called us, and he knows he called you. I know I called you. I was the one that called you. <laughs> so I'm not confused by it. But we have to be extremely careful not to use the calling of God as a weapon of disobedience. Because the father honor obedience. He honor order. Because like, the scripture says he was still growing. You would think that, oh, well, the mother hindered, like he's not growing. No. It was just doing at a speed. Balance. Okay, son, I know you really want to go in that church and stay there for 20 hours, but there's still some cleaning that needs to take place. So when you go to the church, I need you to do it in six hours. Because it didn't say that they didn't take him to church. It's just that, hey, we don't want you to stay after church. <laughs> But so it's important to, you know, to respect this, the, 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 the order in the system that the father, the principle that the father established, because in it is the blessings. In it is the blessings. I, when, I, um, when I was leaving, I, 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 I used to be in the, there's a church that I, the ministry that I was part of before I come here. Um, when, I, um, when the father, when I was certain and confirmed that he told me to move, I promised you, I got so many different hints. Some people said, just get up and walk out. Bro, the father told you. Why do you need to confirm with the pastor and all that kind of stuff? Even my parents were like, you know what? Seems like because they, didn't, they, didn't, they weren't receiving it well. Most of them were like, okay, I heard from the devil. Like it's Satan trying to communicate, you know, trying to, so many things. But I knew. I knew without a shadow of a doubt. And how did I know? I, I'm going to go a little ahead of myself. I took a season of my life and just asked. And the father told me. So I knew without a shadow of a doubt I had to make a next move. But you know what I did when I was leaving? I, I heard all the options. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this respectfully. Because I sat with this man of God for years. Respectfully. He trained me. He taught me. You know, um, he taught me things. He imparted in me and you have to honor that because though the father called you but he didn't call you to to create division 
The father called you to do whatever, but he never, the father's not a father of division. So we have to be extremely mindful and use wisdom on the things that the father called us to do. Because we will say that he's told us to do something and then he did not. Lying on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we heard him say, to do, no, you did, not tell, you did not hear the Holy Spirit tell you to create division. So we have to be extremely careful when we say that we hear. So when I left, I promised you, I, I, left with, I left the place in good term. We still communicate. I call them whenever I got a chance. Sometimes when they have events, I go visit. I just know that's not where I'm, I'm supposed to be now. You know, my place there, my time there, I serve for as many years. Okay, my time has come to an end. But we are one in the body. The word says that Christ is not divided. Those are his children. Yeah, you know, they probably didn't, you know, they then I'm sure they probably, I don't know how they feel, but I know how I feel. <laughs> I am at peace. I moved on. I we had a great relationship. So this is how we are to do things. And not every situation often present like that. Sometimes you might have to just walk out. <laughs> Nevertheless, we always have to use wisdom and you use, you know, allowing the Father to guide us in, every, in, in everything that he asks us to do. Identity is very important. You know, most of the time, the reason why sometimes we fall in a place, we don't even know, we're stuck, okay? For, you know, is this for me? goes back to the, to, to the top to, to 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 the title of our message the big questions there are a lot of questions often we ask is because of a lack of identity we don't know we don't even know that when the bible talks about predestined put it this way a lot of questions we ask now the only reason why we when we arrive on this earth there's such a level of confusion is because of the fallen of Adam. When Jesus walked in, because he was the son of God, when he walked in, he already knew. So he had no, there was no need for him to search, to become. So he already knew directly because he didn't come, you know, in the, he, he, was, he, he was not sinful like us. So sin has created a major level of disconnection where we, when, as we're operating on earth, we have to find our soul. We have to find ourselves. We have to grow to that. But before, had we come like Christ, if it wasn't because of sin, we would have known already the moment we established, the moment we fall on this earth. And you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm born to be this. The Father called me to do this. Does it make sense? If... So because the original plan was always for us to know from the get-go, the Father did not hide our identity from us, but because when we fall on this earth, because of sin, sin is, creates separation. Sin separates us from the truth, from our true identity. Now we need somebody to train us to get there. We need somebody to teach us. We need somebody to lift us up. We need somebody to remind us. We need to be reminded every day. Oh, you know, you know you're called to be a pastor. You know you're called to be a prophet. You know you got to start that business. Lack of identity. But that's not how the Father intended. Sin causes that. The enemy, that was the enemy plan to rob us from our identity. And he really, he, did a, he does a pretty good job. Many, many people leave this earth without walking into identity. Never know who they are. 
Because the enemy stole that from them from what? From birth. Because we are born in sin. So we are born in sin now. It takes a whole level. We need a whole firefold. <laughs> we need five million dreams to tell us, okay, this is who you call to be. Okay, okay Father, what, what? No, this is what you call to be. No, 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 Father, do I need to? No, this is what you call to be. Father, do I even, even need training? No, 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 no. Yes, you do because I called you to be something. Father, how do I go about that? Okay, I know you don't know because you should have already known. But because the enemy has robbed you from this, now, okay, let me show you. So everything that we should have already known the moment we walk on this earth has robbed us, stolen from us from get-go. So we all are in a season of searching. A whole journey is searching. And that's why the Father set a system to make that happen. That's the only way. He doesn't have any other way. The only way for us to get there is through training, through learning, to practice. We have to do the things that, oh, you know, do I even need this? Yes, you do. Why? Because you're not, you didn't come from you know, above. Jesus already saw the Father. He knew him from back, front, front to back. So there was no need for him to try to figure out things. But because we didn't know that Jesus, though he restored, he restored that to us, but we have to walk to that level. Make sense? So many times, many of us are stuck in a place because we don't even know that we need to be developed. The unknown. It's the worst thing in life to don't even know that you are supposed to be. It's like, I'm Pierre. But if I didn't know, I, I, I would have found my whole, spent my whole life just trying to figure out, okay, what is Pierre? Who is Pierre? How, what does that even mean? You see what I mean? I am a son. What is that? So you're literally completely ignorant of the whole truth of your truth. You've been robbed of your identity. So everything else in life make no sense. Jesus, he knew, hey, you know what, to tell his parents, hey, okay, you, uh, I, I know what you're trying to do, but you're trying to come against this plan now at an early age. So we do need training. But often you'll find a lot of people that ask those questions. Go back to the big Q. Why don't we train? So if we need training, then... The question should be, why don't we train? A lot of times, why don't we? We don't train because, again, either we don't know who we are, lack of identity, discipline. Those things a lot of time cause us not to fully walk on the things that we should have been have. Now that we know, we know that we need to train. Why don't we train then? Correct? If I know at first I'm, I was ignorant, but now that I know, then I need to do it. Those are a few things most of the time often, you know, can be a reason why people don't train. Lack of discipline. A lack of motivation. You know you need to do it, but I, you don't have the motivation. Again, it goes and fall back into identity because most of the time we're not motivated because we don't know. Okay, what am I doing? Why, why should I even start this business? What's the why? Make sense? The father called me. Why should I even study? Like study for what? 
Does it make sense? Study for what? Why do I need to study? I don't know. <laughs> but then when you come to know you, what he calls you to do, then you, it makes sense for you to do that. Lack of discipline. Lack of purpose. So we have to always check ourselves, okay, how is my purpose? Am I, am, I, am, am I focusing on the things that the Father, you know, called me to do? Do I know what he called me to do? Lack of people in our lives. Father would send someone in your life to help you, and you kicked them out. And that was the very person that was supposed to take you to, to your calling, to your purpose, to get, guide you there. Lack of people in our life can rob us from our calling, from our purpose. Lack of passion. I tell people all the time, you have to be very, very careful with when it comes to training. Training, you, there are days you wake up in the morning, you don't feel like doing nothing. You know you're supposed to study the word. You know you're supposed to start that business. You know you need to finish that business plan. But you have no, you're not motivated. There's no passion there. So you have to find things that can bring that passion to stir it up. That's why Paul told Timothy, stir it up. There are things sometimes you wake up this morning, you know, I don't feel like running, but I know that I need to lose that 20 pounds. So you're going to have to literally find a purpose, find a reason. Look into yourself. Remember of the original word. Remember of what he told you from the get-go. No vision. Unaware of their calling. Those are the things often why people don't train. We don't train because we don't know what we're called to do. And when we do, sometimes a lot of time we can block, you know, pride can literally block us from receive. I'm not going to ask nobody for questions. You know, I know what I'm called to do. I know I, know I don't know, but the, whatever. I'm, you know, these people, I don't want to be around them. They're a bunch of gossipers. They're, you know, they, they're such and such. No. If you need information, if this is that person that's going to take me to the next level, I do not care if you're gossiping about it. I will get it from you. If I need $20 and I know that $20 is going to help me get to, 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 to school, I promise you I will get that $20 and I will text you. Hey, you can tell anybody. Because I know that I have a calling. That $20 I'll pay it to you 10 years later when I become a billionaire. But right now, I don't care about what you have to say because the Father sent me here to receive instruction for my new call, for, for where I'm going. He sent me somewhere to receive, so I don't care. And you know, most of the time when we, you know, I use that, I love that verse, that violent faith. That's when we use violent faith. Hey, you know what, whatever, despite of whatever anybody says, I'm violently focusing on what the Father told me. That's it. And the word says in 2 Timothy 2, verse 4 and 5, but just in 4, it says, No soldier active in active service entangle himself in the affair of everyday life so that he may please the one he entangled himself. He enlisted him as a soldier. I realize most of the time the reason why we can't, walk into the things that the Father told us to do. You know why? Because we are to entangle in the world activities. 
I know most of the time people use that verse in different perspective, but what, what I truly, one of the things that I really love out of this is when we entangle ourselves a lot in this world stuff, we will, it will deprive us from our true calling. A lot of time we don't train because we don't know. Why? Why we don't know? Because we're too involved in what's going on in CNN. We're too involved in what's going on in other people's lives. So we entangle. <laughs> I know Will Smith probably know pretty well about this, but this is not the title for today. <laughs> entangle yourself on things and things that has nothing to do with you. But again, it goes back to lack of identity. When you don't know what you're supposed to do, you're focusing on things that is literally, can you imagine you, 20 years you're watching CNN, what has it done for you? 15 years you're watching, you're involving in other people's life, what, that has, what, what, what has it done for you? But that's 20 years of your life. Can you imagine Jesus missing 20 years of his life? Humanity would have been doomed. Can you imagine Jesus entangling himself in everything else? Right when they went to pick him up for the cross, then he's probably at the party doing something else. They go to pick him up to crucify him, but he's somewhere else. He's at the party. He's, you know, he's, he's hang, hanging out with the, with, this, uh, with, with the disciples. They're at the club doing their thing. The humanity will be doomed, wouldn't it? Because they would have to find him. Don't you agree? If he was involving in other things, I promised you there wouldn't be no church. So we got to be very, very careful involving ourselves in things that has nothing to do with us. This brother could have, all of us could have been messed up. All of us. So it's important to know what you're called to do. It's important to know yourself. It's important to be in his presence and ask him, okay, give me the, the blueprints. Give, me, give that to me. And training is the way to do that. Because we're not born in heaven. We, weren't, we didn't come from heaven. Though we were predestined, but we, when we were born, we were born into sin and iniquity. So that automatically separates us from all the truth. It automatically separates us from truth. So we don't know. So we're now learning the truth. We are now learning. We are learning, okay, who is our father? Who is okay, what I'm here to do? But we are not automatically born with that because the moment we are born in, in our mother's room, that is deprived from us. So we have to be extremely careful on the things that we spend our time in because it will literally, the, there are people that are waiting on us, family, journeys, you know, a, a generation. If we don't walk in it, then they all do. If Jesus didn't do his part, then humanity. And the thing is, he could have. He really could have. Because he was tempted in all aspects the same way we, do, we did. He, was, he had the ability to say, you know, Father, I don't want to do this. I don't even know these people. Okay, I know you said that they're my brothers and my sisters, but I, I don't care about them. I don't care about that. I know you say to bring them, to restore them. Okay, that's good and all. But what does that have to do with me? Why do I have to save them? Like, yeah, like, what do I have to do that? <laughs> Why do I have to do that? Like, what is that, that going to bring me? He could have asked those same questions. 
I have to give my life? Like, why, why do I have to do that? But because he knew and he received the instruction, he received the assignment, he submit himself to it. It, changed, it changes everything. So that means we need to, if we need to train, then if, when we understand that we need to train, we understand that, that training is important. And if we don't train, what's going to cause us, how it's going to affect us, then we now need to, we need to start learning. Well, the, I guess the questions in that would be, when do we start training? That's the next big question. When do we start training? I know that I have to train. I know the importance of it. Now, when do I start training? The answer to that, to be honest with you, is immediately. Honestly, you should have started training yesterday. And that training is not just in one aspect, because our life is multidimensional. It's multidimensional, so there are so many aspects. I was reading this book one time in regards to business. It says, as a businessman, say that if you're called to be a, 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 a speaker or a comedian, let's say a comedian, you don't just learn comedy or how to do stand-up comedy, but you learn every aspect, everything around that. You learn how to find to, to, to budgeting your money. You learn how to... Um, um, to, to speak properly. You learn everything connecting. You learn the business aspect. You may not necessarily become an expert in it, but it's important to learn every aspect, anything connected to that. So if I'm called to be a, you know, a real estate person, I need to also learn, okay, you know, how to budgeting, how to finance, how to deal with people, customer service, because all those things, yes, I'm dealing with house, but all those things are around it. I have to deal with people. Make sense? So because of that, I need to learn the basic of all the things surrounded. So that's why we need training immediately. Training starts immediately. In ministry, you know that you're called to do something. You know that you're called to be a prophet. You're called to be um, a, a healing. Whatever that is, you learn, the, the, you, learn the, you learn your calling, and then you learn all the things around it. I was telling Apostle recently how, though, you know, I read a lot of, um, I read a lot of pastors' books, but I also read how all the other fivefold function. Not to do the role, but it's important to know how they operate. That way I'm not stepping over the toes of nobody else. That way I know, okay, when I hear something, okay, he's an apostle, he, he might be a little bit aggressive than I would be, but... <laughs> It comes with it. I know when Dr. Hardy called me, I'm like, okay, I didn't expect, you, I, you just called me about this dream. This is not what I want to hear right now. Now I'm just going to have to go ahead and pray again because I just feel like I'm, you know, but I know that it's part of a call. It's part of her, it's her call. It's for her to always give me foresight or insight of what's happening in heaven. So when we understand, when we learn the, the round, the things, the round circle, the extra auxiliary of our, uh, not just our calling, but the things involvement, all the extra hands that is connecting with our calling, then we don't walk in offense. We don't walk in offense. 
If somebody didn't do their job, okay, they're probably just learning because as a pastor, okay, you know what? Let's be patient with them. So it's important because that's what training is about. And because there's so much to learn, then we don't have any time to waste. Because there's so much to learn. Like the Bible says that learn, man is always learning, but never come to the knowledge of. And it's not that we don't come to a full knowledge of truth, but the ultimate truth. There's always something to learn. Somebody always know more than you. So the moment you think that, okay, you know what, I've learned enough, I've read enough book, I'm done. You just literally killed yourself. Um, Robert Kiyosaki says something in regards to, I don't know if you guys ever read, uh, many of you guys probably read it, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He says he never asked the questions on, he doesn't have. He never says, I don't know. That's the, that's the, I don't know, but he always says, you know what, let me look for it. Or he opened himself, because the moment you say, I don't know, you literally, the mind has a mind of its own subconscious. It literally blocks every possibility of learning. Because most of the time, <laughs> perfect example, we're looking for our keys or something. Oh, man, I, don't, I can't find it. I think I lost my keys. I promised you, unless you have a good friend that took it. <laughs> That was just a that was a joke. <laughs> Unless you have a joke of a good friend that might have kept it. Other than that, is when you open your mind to the ideal of you know you know what it's just around. No, I, I think it's just you know. I mean, let me just okay. I'm not gonna say I think I lost it. You know the key is misplaced. I need to find it. Now the mind has the the ability. You literally give it the room to go and search. Make sense? So it's important that we start training so that we can start walking in our calling. We train immediately. Because we are, the Father has called us to do things, so it's important. We should train immediately. And not just train, just like, you know, study every book, but training based according to the things that he called you to do. Jesus was never just doing anything. Everything he did was precise, very detailed. Hey, I only do this. Well, you know what? I, didn't, I wasn't sent for you. This is, I don't give my food to the dogs. You know, he's very precise. And sometimes it could be, one would say that's offensive. No, he was just, hey, you know what? I don't have time. I do not have 50 years. Y'all have all day. I, don't, I have to get out there and go back to where I belong. So I have to be very precise with my time. Time management. Terry, you did an awesome job with that. Time management is very, very important. You have a calling. So when you know that the Father is going to give you immediate dreams, you start immediately according to the things, instructions. But you know one of the things most of the time often we don't do is follow instruction. A lot of us don't follow instruction. You know, they gave us a prophetic word and we take it and put it right back to that, you know, uh, shelf. Oh, you know, oh, yeah, okay, that's, you know, prophetic, uh, prophecy 50. Oh, yeah, well, I'm looking for, uh, that's 60. That is not good. When you receive a prophetic word, you take it and go and ask the Father, oh, Father, what do I do with that? Is this for right now? Do I move on it immediately? Like the man's with the talent? Or, do, you know, do I chill on that? But the Father's not going to give you stuff just to put up there because, again, 
how we manage our time is completely different from his. So with us, okay, the father probably give you 10 stuff, 10 dreams to do. Okay, you're like, well, um, I have your whole life. No, he gives you 10 dreams is because, you know what? Uh, six months for this, six months for that, six months for that. We don't calculate like this because we are so, we just move according to our own flow. The father will give you something and you take five years before you finally start it. No wonder by the time you start the other one, you're like, okay, you feel overwhelmed. <laughs> because five years, he didn't give you five years to start that. That was a dream that he gave you to, for you to accomplish in five months. Right now. Hey, you know what? I need to start that business right now. Because it's, in the next six months, I'm going to give you another thing. The next six months, you're going to be connecting with a person. The next six months, you're going to be this. And there are times he might tell you, okay, just hold on to this. Start reading some books about that. So often we feel overwhelmed that the Father gave us too much prophetic words, too much stuff. It's not, not to him. It's simply our pace of how we do things is different from his. You know? The Father gave me a book to read. I like to use myself. He gave me a book to read. I promised you I literally almost took two years. <laughs> it took me almost two years to read the book. Can you imagine? So that's why I say a lot of time, we, there's no such thing as us waiting on God. He would never do the, you know, give us the honor where he could be delayed. Never. Not in your lifetime. So, but it's, we delay ourselves sometimes knowingly or unknowingly, ignorantly, let's say because I'm telling you, he gave me that book. I'm like, okay, I started it. I read chapters such and such, but then I start doing five million other things. But can you imagine there is something in there for me to do within that? I missed it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Two years later, still haven't done it. The book is still at the house. I still haven't. <laughs> so I say that to say we have to be extremely mindful. Like the, even on the things, the instruction, the information the Father's giving us, he is very precise. He is not confused. You know, nobody give him advice on how to do. Like if he give it to you, it's because, okay, you know what? You have the ability. You can do it. Everything that you need to do this is already in you. Now you just need to get off your horse and just go ahead and do what you need to do. <laughs> because he's very precise. He's like, oh, no, I know you can do this. Why wouldn't, why would, do I look crazy to you for me to give you something knowing that you can't do it? So if he tell us to move immediately, this is what we need to do. Get instructions. Get instructions because the Father's not going to tell you something and not give you instruction. This is how we go about it. Ask Father, ask your Father. Ask the Holy Spirit. Father, what do I do in this season in my life? Because I know you keep bombarding me with information. You keep bombarding me. Okay, I know that you're not confused. I know certainly I am confused. <laughs> so what do I do with all this information? Should I apply it immediately? Should I move right now? Should I start, start reading some books? I know I have all day. A lot of time we say we don't have time. We have plenty of time. We have plenty of time. And I say this for myself. Again, I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time to do so many things, so we have to be very, very careful. And within one day, we could have learned five things. So if he give it to you, he give it to you according to your ability. Okay, I know that you have a daughter. I know you have a son, but I promise you, I see you have three hours. Because I'm looking at the time, because I'm in control of time. So I'm looking up there, okay, okay, you have three hours. You can manage three books right in there. 
But often we don't do that. So that three hours, we literally went and entangled ourselves with worldly stuff. I'm not saying we don't, do, we don't have fun, but our standard is not his standard. So we're like, man, okay, I need to have, you know, I need to, uh, you know, I need to take a break. I need to probably just chill for, you know, just, I need to take this week off and just chill. And it's, you know, the Father wants us to, 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 to have rest, to, you know, to, 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 to relax. But nevertheless, he's like, you don't have your whole, you don't have forever. So I'm dropping those things. You need to get, even at your break, get those books. Even at your break, um, write that plan. Even at your break, do what you need to do because, and I see a lot of time with the world, and that's why I like the, the Bible says to learn from the world and how they do things because I was reading, I believe it was about Bill Gates. He says on his break time, like when he goes to vacation, that's when he actually knocked down more books. Like if he has a month, like he go out on a month, like uh, he's taking a break, a break from work. He literally, within that break, he would go on a vacation and with him and his wife or whatnot, and then just read probably about seven books. He had a whole book list of books that he needed to do to read. You know, he couldn't do it because he had a lot of business interaction. And I'm like, you know what? What are we not doing? <laughs> There's so many things we're not doing. We have one day, that's what I'm like, oh my God, I, have, you know, I need a break. I need to, and the level of accomplishment in our life is not even, you know, though we don't compare, but there's so much we need to do. There's so many plans that you have written on your storybooks, on your storylines, in your, in your vision book, in your vision board, that you haven't even tapped in them, but then you're taking two, three, four, five days of, of rest, what does that look like? Those people, they've accomplished so much, but then in their days of, of rest, they're like, you know, I need to tack down those five books because they're trying to learn, they're trying to learn, they're trying to learn. But yet we, we're going to take five days off just to spend time with family. It's great. Family will always be there, but you got to get on your stuff. You got to get on your stuff because you don't have all day. There are people that are waiting on you. There are a goal, there, there's a calling in your life. There you, the Father predestined you, and he's dropping his, okay, I, I know you say you're overwhelmed, but I'm just, this is how I had it on my plan. You know, I'm dropping it according to how I had it on the plan. It is written. It's predestined. So in my plan, you, are, I have, you have 20 dreams. You're supposed to start that company. You're supposed to start this. You're supposed to help this family. You're supposed to open that shelf, you know, that that. that the home shelter, all those things are part of the plan that I have. So I'm just dropping nuggets of the plans that I have for you. I know you're moving in slow peace, I mean, slow pace, but this is, I'm sorry, but this is what I have in my hand. This is how it's looked. So those prophetic words, those, those words that the Father's given you, He's just given you, I know sometimes it can seem overwhelming. First, you can do it because He knows you can do it, He already equipped you with it. Second, it's, he's just dropping what is yours. And he's trying to tell you, um, I know you're just trying to do one thing, but bro, I have 500 things for you. Like you, you there's, a, there's a long way to go. Ask the Father. Ask the people around us. We need help. We need to ask those questions, the big cues. Like we need to ask those questions. And as we ask him, the Father is going to give us answers. 
and we need to follow those instructions. Mentors, we need to get mentors. Sometimes, or if you don't have the right mentor in your life, ask the Father, Father, send me someone. We need to ask honest questions so we can figure out, so we can find out the things that we need to find out. Because Jesus, he knew, but we still come into that knowledge we don't know yet. Jesus, he already knew his assignment, but we don't know yet. So we need to ask those questions. We need to be around the right people, the right environment. Those what, where, when, those things are always good questions to ask. Father, when is this, you know, is this the right season? Is this the right time? Give me the blueprint, the strategy. How do I start this? Father, I'm not sure how to start this. This doesn't make no sense. Nobody in my family has ever done it before. How do I start this? In James 1, 5, the, um, the Bible says, If anyone of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will give you, and it will be given to him. So many times we don't know is because why? Ask, and, if you, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open. Just make sure we ask the right things, the right information, the right questions. Because a lot, a lot of time we just ask about natural things. But Jesus, all the questions he ever asked was always about purpose, destiny, calling. He never asked for bread. If we're mimicking him, we have to also mimic him to the fullness. He never asked for those things. He's like, yeah, but my father provides all those things. Like, if those lilies are more important than me, then, okay, then I wouldn't need to be in this relationship. If those birds have been clothed better than me, they, better than Solomon, who is the richest man alive, and yet he's providing for them, and he says that I'm more valuable than those, those birds, if he's not providing, then, okay, then that's not a... That's not something to be in. But he values. We are more important than all those things. So when we think, we have to understand, we have to always speak from a place of knowing. Father, I know who I am. You call me to do this. I need insight on the things that you call me to do because I have, I, I don't have time to waste. Like a lot of time, like I'm, pray, I'm telling you when I pray, I'm always like, Father, I don't have much time to waste. So... <laughs> So we got to move together. But I know that I'm the one slowing down because you are never waiting on me. But give me the strength. Give me the strength to, to keep up with you. Give me the strength, Father, to focus, to, to not tangle myself on things of this world. Because, you know, it's so important. You call, he predestined. When you understand the whole concept of predestined meanings, there's a there's a whole plan concept. Literally, when he was in eternity, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, or the Father and the Son that we were made in their image, he literally, he was constructing your plan, your thought, you know, every thoughts, he was, every details in your body, he was literally, he was sitting down and give his whole time, which you don't want to give him. He was literally, he took all his time, said, you know, okay, I'm going to focus on creating such and such. Time and space is so valuable to, for him. But yet, he took that to create every single one of us. Okay, you know what? I'm going to construct your plan. I'm going to construct all this plan. This is how I want you to look. I want, this is all the details in it. So he took time that most val he, that's valuable to him. 
He said, you know what, I'm going to take that and construct every single one of your plan, of your purpose. And last but not least, the beneficial of training. Because often it's important to ask questions, and I know a lot of times, a lot of time people, you know, those, there are some that don't ask questions because they don't even know where to start. But when the Father has given you the ability, the wisdom to know that, okay, you have, you have a Father. Because many people don't know that they have a Father. So when you know that you have a Father, and with that comes with a plan, comes with predestined, comes a destiny. So we, we know that, okay, because I'm, I'm his son, I'm his daughter, I have to train myself to develop, to, come, to, 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 to grow into the fullness of Christ. I need to understand the fullness of part of the, the family that I'm part of. I need to understand this relationship. That's the number one part of the training. The more you know who you are in Christ is the less everything else makes sense. In a sense where everything else just fall back. Okay, you know, okay, I know what to do with this. I know what to do with this. I know what to do with this. Because you have the knowledge of him. You, your, you, your knowledge is just like Christ. You know all things. When the word says that we're not ignorant, there are times, a lot of times, we're, we're supposed to not be ignorant. <laughs> we're not supposed to be ignorant, but most of the time we are ignorant because we don't know. Why? Because there's a lack of, we don't spend enough time in the, his presence. We don't spend enough time training. We don't spend enough time. So, yes, that is his plan. The same way, hey, it is his predestined plan that we have the fullness of the kingdom. But many of us don't walk in the kingdom. That's what he wants. So, and how do we get to that? It's through training. It's through training. We have to be developed. I can't push this enough. We have to be developed. If you think you don't need to be developed, you are in wrong. You're in error. The benefit of training is to help us, is to qualify us. When we train and we grow, then that's how we get qualified. It qualified us for the calling, for the assignment, for that next big, that next big job, everything that we are praying for. I love this verse. It says, it's 2 Timothy 3.16. Let me see how my time looks. Okay. All scripture is God's breath, and it's useful for instructions and conviction, for correction and training and righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. To everything that the Father, every scriptures, everything that the Father, his written word, his logos word, is instruction for us to get better until we get to a place where we're fully equipped. Equipped for the good work. To qualify, to study, to what? To approve ourselves unto him for the assignment that is ahead of us. When we study, that makes, okay, you know, I'm qualified. And to be honest with you, and that even demonstrates in every aspect in your life. A lot of time, if you did not prepare if you're being honest with yourself, if you went to an exam, if you weren't prepared, the moment you walked in, you are so, you, you feel so, um, you, you don't feel confident, insecure. You do not feel confident. You can push beyond your fear 
I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. The Lord will download the, <laughs> the, the, the knowledge, the wisdom that I need. But if you're being honest to yourself or your subconscious self, <laughs> you will know that, okay, I'm not prepared for this. Father, give me one more chance. You know, I messed up. I did not study. I did not prepare myself. And it's the same with this. When we study, when we prepare ourselves, we equipped, we, pre- we qualified ourselves for the assignment. And I know a lot of time, you know, we, 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 it can, training can seem hard at times. Like in Hebrew 12, 11, it says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. I'm telling you, at times it can be. It's not a good thing for somebody to tell you, move, don't do this. You know, it's discipline or correction. Training is not an easy process. Because sometimes you could say, hey, I'm a grown person. You don't talk to me. Because, but it is good. It can be painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields what? A peaceful fruit, a righteous fruit of righteousness, peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by what? By it. If you stick around, I promise you, it's going to bring you good fruit. When the minister, somebody called you and says that, you know, put you out of the place one time, I promised you, I, I, I'm, I was, um, I used to uh, work playing trips for the, for the youth ministry that I used to be a part of. I spent like three months preparing, preparing, preparing. One small thing happened. The pastor called me. He told me, you know, he, I, I was a little bit, you know, offended. But, you know, the, 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 he told me, hey, you know what? You know, you, you got so unprepared. And what it was, it was quite simple. Um, I forgot to ask because at the time I wasn't yet 25. I was 24. And to rent a bus, you have to be 25. Like those uh, 16 and that kind of bus. I didn't, I wasn't there and I didn't know. I probably should have done my part, you know, a bit more research. But, you know, you're planning for like 30, 40, 50 youth, you know, um, all ages and stuff. And I, he he let me have it. (laughs) But not in a disrespectful way, but more like from a leadership perspective. And I had to sit there and take it. Eat it, drink the water, and then go sit down somewhere. <laughs> but you know the thing is, it literally, you know, um, it literally equipped me for for further work, you know. And because we we, he didn't know that he hurt me. And most of the time, that's not his job because a lot of time when the, the time the father would place people in your life, their job is not to necessarily make you feel good. Or every time they say something for them to go back and correct it. He didn't tell me nothing. Till today, this is probably the first time he's hearing it. But the thing is, it's not about what he said. The father was trying to grow me up. Because whether I'm going to hear it. So I might as well start hearing it right now. So you see what I mean? So it's not always about when the father placed people in your life. There are times they're going to tell you things. It's not necessarily. It doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't sound pretty. You know, but that's what training is about, you know, because when you qualify yourself in that, the father can trust you and to deal with other people. Because most of the time, qualification is not only in study, you know, 
we study to show ourselves approved. The qualification is not just a certain things. It's in everything. Even the things sometimes we don't even think. How we, how we react when a person told us something. Did your spirit rise up and getting ready to take them out? Or did, did we say, Holy Spirit, you know what? Check myself. Holy Spirit, you know, I'm not there yet. Help me. And that is the correction. That's the training. The training is, yeah, we all are human. There are times our spirit can rise up and like, you know, I'm about to tell you. But is the maturity of saying, you know what, Father, I shouldn't think like that. Check my, check my heart. Father, I shouldn't say that. I know that I want to say it, but no, I can't say that. And I promise you that qualified me, that helps me up until now. I'm still, and it's a constant growing. You know, so it's being able to, you know, to qualify ourselves in the areas of where the Father will place us. You know, it's not pleasant. You know, it's not pleasant, but it would yield a righteous fruit. The Father has called us to do things. We have to identify that because the Father has called us, we're getting ready to close. Because the Father has called us, he will place us in position in, in areas where we have to grow. In every form of growth, every part, form of training is training. Every form of training is training. Cleaning the mop, you know, mopping this church is training. Mopping, you know, uh, you know, cooking in the back, you know, arranging those stuff. Sometimes we look at those small things. The father looks everything. Because the thing is, the father knows how to train you. Kind of like the karate kid. He was doing that, those little waxing do you know that that was his training? Do you know about a time when he was getting ready to fight? This brother knew so much move. And so a lot of time we will despise those, what we in our mind look like it's, you know, it's training. Or, or we will despise what we in our mind think it's not part of the training for the assignment, for what it's calling. Because a lot of time the father's probably calling you to to, 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 to the White House. He probably called you to own the next big company in the world to, prob- to, to buy Amazon. But then before you know it, he's, uh, w- when you say, Father, okay, I want to start training, and he says, you know, go clean that bathroom in the back. How does this look like training for Amazon? I'm getting ready to buy Amazon from Jeff Bezos. Father, this is what you show me. You gave me a dream that I'm going to own, you know, half of Amazon. And then you're telling me to go clean the bathroom. What does that look like? Okay, that is surely the devil. <laughs> that is surely Satan straight from hell. But, you know, the thing is, the, the, the truth about that, the father has a way he knows the, a unique, because remember, he's the one that built you. He called you. He was the one, when he was sitting in heaven with his son, okay, they were creating in our image, okay. And this particular person, okay, he needs this. Oh, no, this one, okay, no, no, she needs this. She needs, no, she needs caring. You know, when you care, if she gets a lot, enough love, she's going to make it to, 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 to the next level. But for you, you may not need love. You might need some roughness. Not everybody need love. We all need love, but not everybody needs to be loved to like all the time. Oh, no, 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 no. As in, I don't know if this is the, probably the right word for it. But like, you know, nurture, like polish. There we go. Not everybody need that. 
Some of us need rough. We need somebody to tell us straight, to, to, to yell in our ears. Like, and that's what works for us. You know why? The Father. I love the scripture when the Bible says that, you know, I will give you pastors according to his heart. He will give you pastors according to your, his heart. Not your heart. According to what he feels is needed for you. You have some stuff in you. You have some stuff. You have some things that's going on in your mind. There's some noises that you're hearing. There are some things that happened to you in your past. You don't, this is not going to get you there. Mm-mm. You need this. You don't need nobody else to just hold your hand anymore. Not, maybe when you were five. But right now, you need somebody to, to pull you. And, and often we despise those things. We think that, you know, people are being rough, but it's not that. Because it is needed. Can you imagine Jesus not, you know, just, can you not get the proper training that he needs? Though he was called, he knew his calling. He was not ignorant of that. But he still, the father still put him in guardian. Mary and Joseph raised this boy. Guard over his life. There are some things, there are some decisions. He probably, because, perfect example. He could have spent 20 hours in that temple, never get home, and wear himself out. Before he could get to 30, he could miss it because he wear himself out so much. He probably just, hey, you know what, just spent so much time out there and never get a chance to do what he was supposed to do. So a lot of times those guardian that are placed in our lives is so that, because sometimes we are doing the right thing. Like Paul says, many things are good, but it's not promising. It's not, it's not profitable for, what, for, for the assignment. So there are things in your life that you're doing. It's good. I don't need to read every book. It might be a good book, just not good for me. I don't need it. I don't need it. It's probably good for you. That's your calling. That's part of what you have to do. But for me, the Father's giving me stuff to, because he's calling me. So we have to be very, very mindful that when the Father called us, the people that he placed in our life, it can be rough at times, but it's good. We all need that coach that will not just always, hey, okay, okay, no, no, you're good, you're good. There are times you need to say, bro, you need to get up. You need to get it together. I don't need somebody to tell me, I need, you know, it's good. Yes, five years, I need that. But 10 years after, because I'm going to self-destroy myself. You're going to be self-destructed. You're not going to do because you always need, and it's, it's, it's a crisis often in the body of Christ. Because everybody needs to be, you know, everybody needs people to kind of hold their hands at times. And it, it, it's good for a season, but you need to get to a place. People are waiting on you. If we hold your hand for 20 years, you're never going to make it to your destiny. You're not going to get to it. And there's a report that the Father, we have to get a good report on your behalf. Hey, you know what? What were you doing with, the, with, with Renee? Well, I was holding her hand for 20 years. Well. <laughs> That's good. I'm just giving an example. Let me use it with my family. What will you do with Sindley? <laughs> you were holding her hand for 20 years. That's good and all. That's love. That's kindness. That, but you hindering her from walking into her calling. She has 20 years. I only gave her 20 years to walk into that. So Jesus didn't have 33 years. Can you imagine him walking, you know, somebody holding his hand for 33 years? Can you imagine? For 33 years, somebody holding his hand, um, you know, humanity will be doomed. Would have been doomed. 
we would have lost it, you know? So we have to be extremely, extremely careful because there's a season, there's a season for everything. You know, let's stand up on our feet. There's a season for everything. So this, this, in this season, we need to ask the Father, hey, you know, Father, how do I get to what you call me? I know you call me for a higher place. I know you call me for a higher purpose. We have to learn to lose ourselves. Matthew 16, verse 21 says, For whoever wants to save their lives will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. So there are times in this season, if we are called, if we know that the Father has called you, you need to find a season to say, you know, Father, I'm just going to lose myself in you. I'm going to lose myself in you, Father. I'm going to close my eyes and not be distracted by the things of this earth because, Father, I don't have a whole life here. I know, Father, my time, my, my time on earth is only for a season. I can't walk in my calling when I'm, when I'm 70. I cannot walk in my calling when I'm finally 80, when I finally get it. When I finally allow to, when I finally let people lead me, advise me, people you have placed in my life, Father. I see everybody ahead of me, people that were supposed to be next to me, people that I was supposed to be in the same lane with, the same people you have. We were in the same lane, but then because I was not coachable, I was not trainable. Because I was not, I didn't want nobody to tell me anything because I had my own agenda, because I had my own plan, because I missed it. I see everybody ahead of me. Why is that? The Father's telling you, in this season, lose yourself. Because if you find yourself, then more likely you didn't find me. But if you lose yourself, you will find me. If you lose yourself in me, you will find me. I know you've been going around in a circle before. This is not what I desire for you because it's not part of my plan. I predestine you. I predestine you for greatness. What does your failure look like for me? What, what do I get out of your failure? I correct those I love, but I don't fail them. I correct those I love. I correct those I love. I discipline those I love, but I don't lead them into destruction. So if you find yourself in a place where you feel like you're stuck, where you feel like you're walking in destruction, where you feel like your dreams is running away from you, say, Father, take me back to that place when you originally spoke that to me. Father, restore every days that I've lost. Restore in my life everything that I've lost. Hallelujah. Restore Father. The things, Father God, when I didn't understand you, when I, when I didn't fully comprehend you, when I was ignorant to your truth. Father, you know that I was born in iniquity from birth. Father, I didn't know. I did not know. I wish I knew, but I did not know. But you know. So, Father, I surrender myself. I surrender my life, Father God into your training, into your instruction, into the people that you have placed in my life. I know, I know every part of it, every second, every, Father God, everything, everything you place, every person you place in my life, Father. Father, I know that you have placed them, Father God, even my enemies. I know you have placed them in my life, Father, as a sense of training, to train me to be better, to train me to be more obedient, training me to, be, to listen, training me to deal with people. Training me to love people that even don't even love me. Father, you make no mistakes. You use everything. 
So, Father, in this season of my life, I, I enroll myself into your university. I enroll myself into your mission. And I disconnect myself, Father, into the things of this, of this world.